Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. This is Kelly Henderson, and you're listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. This week, my guest is Kelly Levesque, who is a holistic nutritionist, wellness expert, and celebrity health coach based in Los Angeles. Some of her clients include Jessica Alba, Chelsea Handler, and Molly Sims. Kelly is the creator of the Fab Four program, which is an amazing guideline for eating that teaches clients not to deprive their bodies, but how to feed them and nourish them in order to function to the best of their ability. She's written two books on the topic and also has an amazing blog named Be Well by Kelly that has tons of recipes that I use on the regular. She and I break down the Fab Four routine, why it works for both health and weight management, and we even talked about the best alcohols to drink when you're trying to stay healthy, especially during the holidays. Here's our conversation. Okay, so we were talking before, and I think that it's so interesting I've never actually met you because I feel like I know you. It's the internet, man. I it's know, like, social media. so weird. <laughs> it makes you feel like you know everyone. Well, we also do have a lot of mutual friends. And obviously, I found out about you through my friend Amy, Radio Amy, who's you've worked with for years now, right? Yeah, you know, it was so crazy. I worked with Amy about four and a half, five years ago was our first call. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just this like cute, nice girl from <laughs> Nashville. Like I had no idea living under a rock out here. And I'm like, wait a second. You're on the radio with Bobby Bones? Like, yeah. what? So she's a real pretty, deal. <laughs> pretty, so, like, humble, you know? I know. Really, really nice to work with her and become friends with her. And we've, like, we did our little, like, fasting retreat up to the Bacara in Santa Barbara. And, you know, she, she comes out to California a lot, so... Yeah, loving. Well, what I learned from her about the stuff that you do is a lot about, it's not necessarily about diet or being restrictive with your food. It's just about feeding your body what it needs. And yeah. um, she was, she's taught me a lot about your diet that you created, which is called the Fab Four Diet. Is this... Yeah, well, we, we don't say the D word. Oh, but, oh, oh um, okay. What do I say? <laughs> no, what do just, I say? The Fab Four. Just, yeah, it's like, it's just a light structure lifestyle. Okay, so, so tell us about that. Okay, so basically what I was interested in was giving people a reason to find the positive on their plate. I think so many times we're like, oh, I can't eat that. I'm not having that. That's not my, That's off limits. And it becomes like really restrictive. And then you're focusing all this energy on what you shouldn't be eating instead of focusing on what will fuel your body, regulate hunger hormones, balance your blood sugar curve, and like get your body the amino acids, fatty acids, phytochemicals, antioxidants, like everything that your body needs. If you're focusing on that, then you can like feel really good about sort of like checking off your little mini checklist. So the fab four is that mini checklist and it's four things. So you're going to look for protein, uh, fat, fiber, and then leafy greens or vegetables deep in color. So each one of those categories 
is giving you something essential. So protein, we all have to eat protein, whether we're vegan, vegetarian, keto, paleo, like we have to get protein from our food. And so it can be really, you know, this is the best part about it. It's like eater's choice. It's your choice what you put on your plate, but protein does a phenomenal job of regulating four of the eight hunger hormones in your body. It's the most satisfying macronutrient. So especially when people start with protein, we, you know, studies and nutritional research show us that there are less cravings throughout the day. Uh, you have especially less cravings for sugar at that like two to four o'clock hour. And if you start your day with protein or eating protein, um, at your meals, uh, you naturally eat less overall and maintain weight loss. So, I mean, protein makes everything, your neurotransmitters that make you happy, it makes hunger, you know, makes your hormones. It's integral in every cell in your body. So we have to have it. And it's, I noticed like a lot of times, especially when people watch documentaries or, you know, get like caught up in things, they maybe lower their protein intake. And then we see some body composition. Um, we we see a hard time, like keeping body composition, maybe like the weight that we've lost, it's a harder to keep it off. So, um, so I'm always asking people to look for that and I don't care what source it is. That's all up to you. Um, and then the second pillar is fat. So giving people permission to add fat to their plate, it's so important for elongating your blood sugar curve and keeping you full for multiple hours. So old research would say, yeah, I didn't know that. Okay. It like elongates. So if you think about like fat, like putting fat on your food, uh-huh. it's actually slowing the digestion of that meal and making that your blood sugar curve, um, it elongates your blood sugar curve. So instead of your blood sugar spiking up and crashing down and then feeling hungry again and needing to eat, it elongates it so that you're not hungry for four to six hours. And uh-huh. what that does is allows for complete digestion and people end up eating meals, which are generally way more healthy for you than snacks. Yeah. And you know, old research would say like, oh, you want to balance your blood sugar, let's have five to six small meals a day. But that's not the best way to balance your blood sugar. The best way to balance your blood sugar is to eat foods that naturally support blood sugar balance, which, you know, protein and fat do that. And then when you eat fiber rich vegetables, that does that too. So it's really just like using food to feel, feel full and get your body what it needs. So a lot of people don't realize this, but if you've ever been told you're vitamin D deficient, yeah. or, you know, a lot of a us lot are. A lot of people are, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a fat soluble vitamin. So if you're eating food without fat, you're not absorbing the vitamin D from your food. Oh, wow. So, so avocado, olive oil, you know, coconut oil, um, avocados, nuts, seeds, olives, like whole food fats, clean oils. I would say just with the like cooking oils and oils like dressings, you always want to make sure that it's in a dark bottle and you screw the lid on tight and you keep it in a cool place because I don't think a lot of people realize that like their olive oil goes bad after like three to four months. Oh, really? Why do you say a dark bottle? Because light and oxygen both break down and heat all break down um, the oil and oxidize it. So it becomes inflammatory. So you want to buy like extra virgin would mean that it's like the first press and you always want to look for, for cold pressed. Yes. And that means that they're not using heat to extract the oil and they're just pressing it. And like a good way to figure out or know if you're eating a clean, healthy oil is can you squeeze it out of the fruit yourself? Like olives, avocados, coconuts. We started to get into oils like canola oil, rapeseed oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, corn oil, like cottonseed oil. Like those are all really small seeds or kernels, and they actually use a chemical like hexane to extract it. Wow. So, you know, you don't need to remember all that stuff, but the best thing to think about when you see an oil on a package, like on a hummus, if it says safflower oil and you're like, what's safflower? And I've uh-huh. never heard of that or eaten that before. Like, probably not the best oil. So you want to look for the oils like the olive or the avocado oil uh, or the coconut oil that you could extract yourself. Wow. Okay. That was a really good tip. So so that makes it easy. So can you give some examples of a healthy fat? Because I think, I think people are starting to learn a lot more about this now, but I know um, initially when people started discussing like the, the, the keto stuff or just eating more healthy fats, Um, people are scared of that because you hear fat and you equate that to weight gain, I think. Absolutely. So the interesting thing is, is 
fat in your body, like ketosis is a really popular diet, but ketosis is the absence of carbohydrates. And so when you don't have carbohydrates, your body will burn a fat, uh, a derivative called a ketone. So your body metabolizes fat and it creates these little like these things called ketones, which are what our brain and body use as energy when we aren't eating carbohydrates. Carbohydrates produce glucose or blood sugar. So fat, when you're in ketosis, um, and when people kick themselves into ketosis by not eating any carbohydrates, their body will start to burn fat. Now, if you're eating fat, it's going to burn the fat you're eating. And if it needs more energy, it's going to start to burn your own body fat. So a lot of times people get into ketosis and they start to burn the fat that they're eating. They're also burning their own body fat and eventually they plateau and they're like, oh, I need to eat more fat because I'm not in deep enough ketosis. And that's not the answer. It's actually that you just need to really be careful and not have any carbohydrates because the minute your body eats a carbohydrate, that is a really fast, easy form of fuel. And it's always going to burn the, the fastest, easiest fuel first. So if you're in ketosis and you like, I don't know, have a bite of potato or have a bite of bread, like your body is going to burn that immediately and kick you out of ketosis. So fat, when you're like a lot of fat, when you're, when you, um, uh, pull and don't have any glucose or carbohydrate containing foods, um, you can kind of eat a lot of it. Like there are people I have ha have worked with in ketosis that are eating 3,500 calories a day and, you know, 1,500 of those are coming from, from fat, you know, but it really depends on, on the person. I think when I'm talking about healthy fat, like not only am I trying to get you the help you get all the fat soluble vitamins and fat soluble fat soluble phytochemicals from your food but i'm also trying to make your food last longer for you so that you aren't snacking so that yeah. you aren't reaching for those things that are like chips crackers like everything that's a protein bar most often is like a carbohydrate bomb sugar bomb bar like you you want to be careful of that stuff so fat for me is like that's a tool to help people not feel hungry. Mm -hmm. It also like a lot of my clients report better digestion, better bowel movements, better, you know, more, um, skin health, uh, all kinds of things. So it really, and for some people it helps me unlock weight loss because what it does is it satisfies people in the place of carbohydrates. So if you think about like having, let's say you had a chicken burger or something on a, on a bun. Like if someone wanted to put that on a lettuce wrap, they might not feel super satisfied. But if I, if I said, I want you to like smear a whole bunch of avocado or guac on that, which is a really healthy fat, uh -huh. they're going to feel way more satisfied emotionally and physically because fat releases these satiety hormones that make us feel full. And so I know like, okay, let's use that. Let's put some guac. Let's like add the toppings if you want like turkey or, or regular bacon, let's like, you know, pasture raised, that's a great option. You throw it on there and then all of a sudden they're feeling satisfied by that where if they just had the chicken burger, remove the bun and tried to have it on lettuce, they're like, I feel like I'm dieting this totally. stuff. Yeah. So it's really using that to feel calm and full and make your food work for you. So you've mentioned carbs a couple of times. Like what is your, what do you think about carbs? Are we supposed to just stay completely clear of them? No, I don't think that that at all. So it, what I what I always teach my clients is like what what are carbohydrates? How do they work in your body? And so I give the example of like let's say let's say you just had a potato or a piece of bread or a little bowl of rice. The way that I think about it is you eat it. It's digested in your you know you're chewing it, you're breaking it down, goes into your stomach, it's digested, and then it gets to your intestine. It goes across basically the, the one cell lining of your epithelial lining, which is your intestines, it goes into your bloodstream. It's called blood sugar. So if anyone was ever an athlete and they had to carbo load, they yeah. would eat carbohydrates. Those carbohydrates would make their way into their bloodstream. And then what happens is our liver and our muscles suck that sugar up. So when we're working out, we're dumping those big tanks. And so I always explain that like, if you're having a potato, I want you to picture the little potato emoji. You eat it, it the emojis are like floating in your bloodstream. They need to find a home and your liver sucks them up and then your muscles suck, suck the rest up. But if your muscles are full because you've been eating carbohydrates all the time and you have not been working out, then your blood sugar is going to stay elevated. 
And what's going to happen is your body's going to work really hard to try to put that sugar away by dumping a bunch of insulin into your bloodstream. And what insulin does is it releases enzymes that tell our fat cells to suck up fat and not burn it. So that's the problem with carbohydrates. It's okay. not that they it's not that they aren't used as fuel. Like your carbohydrates are can be stored in your body as fuel and you work out and you burn it. The problem is, is if you're eating carbohydrates all day long, you're constantly releasing insulin and you're not oxidizing the fat that's in your body. Okay. This is so, so fascinating. Wait, so do you like, would you say, okay, then eat carbs in the morning more? Like, is that a better thing or do you, does it matter? So this is where I consult with clients based on who they are as a person. Okay. So if someone were to have carbohydrates in the morning, their blood sugar would spike up and they would crash down. Now, if they're the type of person that could have carbs in the morning and not crave them at lunch and snack and yeah. dinner after that, then I would say, okay, uh, what I would do if I were you is I'd get your workout in first thing in the morning to make sure your muscles are empty and hungry for sugar. And then I would have your breakfast that had a little carbs in it, allow those muscles to suck up the sugar, and then make sure that you're having enough protein and a good fab for lunch, which would be like you know your protein source, your fat source, and then fiber and greens might be a cauliflower rice bowl with like, you know, chives, chicken and avocado. I mean, or, that sounds amazing. God. Yeah. Like a lettuce wrap burger, um, yeah. shrimp, shrimp, lettuce, pup tacos. You could do zoodles, spaghetti squash. Like we lean on squashes and light starches a lot, like low glycemic berries, because those are really more fiber than they are sugar. Okay. And so that's the beauty of fiber is like, Fiber doesn't break down to blood sugar. So whenever you're eating veggies or you're looking at like crackers and one has like higher fiber and a lower net carbohydrate, we know it's not going to spike our blood sugar as high. So for someone who has no problem with cravings, I might say, yeah, go for it. Like have your carbs in the morning. But then for someone else, I might, I might say, you know what? I want you to get up. I want you to work out. I want you to have like eggs and avocado and some veggies for breakfast. Or I want you to have my smoothie, which is really low if not no sugar so right the only it, it's like if anyone's adding fruit to the fab four smoothie it's a fourth a cup of fruit and that's because i don't want your blood sugar to spike up and crash down because when you're crashing you're craving so it's really about elongating that curve you picture your blood sugar i want it to like float like a flowing river versus spike up high and crash down like a big wave because our emotions and our cravings follow that blood sugar curve. So the more I can flatten you out naturally with food, the easier it is for you to lose weight, the better you feel emotionally, the less you think about food and the more fa like the faster we hit any goals you have. Yeah, I think that's so interesting about the carbs specifically because um, I used to be like an avid, I would eat oatmeal every morning and I thought that that was a healthy alternative for me. You know, it's like, it seems like a lot of fiber. I've just, you know, grown up thinking, oh, that's really healthy. But exactly, people. yeah, <laughs> exactly like what you're saying. I've I learned over the years that it does spike your blood sugar. So the stuff I was craving later, because I guess you're just constantly trying to get your body back to that high feeling. Is that the deal? Yeah, well, it, anytime you're crashing, yeah. you want you want carbs to pull yourself back up. But the problem is, it's almost like it's almost like the the roller coasters at a museum or a um, amusement park because okay. what's happening is like you're getting momentum. Like you you spike up with that oatmeal and you're crashing down. You're like, ooh, I need like a yogurt or an apple or a yeah. banana or like a bar, and you're bringing yourself up even higher. And the problem is, is a lot of times we're not coming back as low as we were before. So it's almost like we're, we're going up, crashing down, going higher, crashing down a little bit more, going higher. And then what happens is that we have high, like high blood sugar related diseases. So if someone has elevated blood sugar, they've doubled their chances. Like if their blood sugar is around 95 to 100 on average, you've doubled your chances for Alzheimer's. Really? If you have elevated blood sugar, you've doubled your chances for polycystic ovarian syndrome. Diseases that might occur would be insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, type two diabetes, type one and a half diabetes. Like there are, there are so many things that are related to high, to high blood sugar. Uh -huh. Whereas like when people are like, are carbs bad? I'm like, no, your body knows how to deal with carbs, but you weren't meant to eat carbs at every single meal. Right. Like you just weren't like, so pick one meal a day where your body has to deal with that. And you know, it, it deals with it the best around a workout. So like if you work out in the afternoon, you could have your carb, you could have like quinoa on your salad or 
at, you know, your sweet green salad at lunch, or you could have, um, you know, pasta after, after that workout Mm -hmm. at dinner. But then the next morning I wouldn't start your day with pancakes. Right. Or even oatmeal. It's just a lot for your body to handle. You're always wanting your body to bring it, bringing its blood sugar, you bring your blood sugar back down to a normal level, which is, you know, 70 to 80 milligrams per deciliter. And it's, you know, that's pretty scientific, but occasionally if I've been with a client long enough, I might have them get a glucometer at CVS and pretend like they're diabetic just to see like how, how food affects me. So for example, I have these around my house because, you know, I might get this, people know that I love this pizza in my neighborhood from Pisano, which is like the owner of Sprinkles Cupcakes. It's amazing. She does a gluten-free buckwheat pizza and it's like a sicilian sicilian style like thin crust and like she flew her chef in from like italy it's insane but i will test my blood sugar before i'll have it and i'll test my sugar blood sugar after and then the next morning and like i might intermittent fast a little bit or i might have one of my fab four smoothies with absolutely no fruit and then the next meal i'll have like a salad with protein and then maybe a a hard-boiled egg or like I don't know, some kind of like like a handful of nuts for a snack. But I'm not going back into carbohydrates because I'm allowing for my body to bring that blood sugar back down so that I'm not in such a storage state. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. There's so much of what I hear you saying because I think, you know, I know I've been guilty of this over the years. I've heard all my friends be guilty of this. Like when you think of diet, first of all, you think of restriction. Second of all, Mm -hmm. you're mostly in a mentality of like weight loss. And what I hear you saying a lot is talking about even just like the evening out of your blood sugar levels and all of those things for the purpose of making our bodies work the most efficiently as possible so or like to the best of their their ability like having the most energy being the most effective sleeping better all of those reasons yeah i mean honestly it's just you're just not going to have longevity if it's something that's going to be it is really restrictive with an eat and do not eat list yeah like i i laugh when people are like i'm i'm keto and or or I'm raw vegan, or they're very, very, these very extreme things. And the reality is you're that right now. 
exactly like that is not your life you're not gonna be that way when you're 90 and if you are I applaud that but I also want you not to feel so like I think people really connect who they are with how they eat and but it's important to remember like that's the science right now like I think what's coming down the pipe that's really really interesting is regenerative farming and how it sequesters carbon from the air and makes the, the healthiest produce and the healthiest vegetables we could ever have. And these are on farms with grazing animals like cows and pigs and goats. And that the way that nature works is it works best in an ecosystem and a community where animals defecate and their poop is fertilizer for the ground, which yeah. makes the soil healthier, which makes our, our plants suck up more vitamins and nutrients from the soil, which makes our plants healthier. So when we eat them, you know, it's like, or the animals eat them, they're healthier. And it's this amazing circle of life that I think when we let nature do what it's meant to do, like we create the healthiest, it's the healthiest it can be. And, and so when we do these extreme things, like I'm not going to eat vegetables because they have anti-nutrients or I'm not going to eat any animal meat and that's fine too like I have clients who are completely vegan and I I support them Uh, but I want people to have all the scientific information before Mm -hmm. they're making these making these informed choices because what happens if it's not working for you anymore what if you're like carnivore and then you decide like I really like to eat some vegetables right these very extreme diets when you connect with them so in in a way where you're where you believe that you are it, it's who you are. It's really hard to extricate yourself and change and grow if it's not who you are anymore. And so I always like people to not be super connected to how, I mean, be connected to how you eat for the betterment of our world and the health of our, you know, our planet. But also like the more you, it's like the more you think about it and the more you control your food, it's like, that's when I see my clients binge. That's yeah. when I see them feel out of control. And it's, it's, if we can step a, away from the way we eat and just almost like watch ourselves and make decisions to add and nourish and put energy into self-care versus deprive, restrict and diet, it, you all of a sudden have legs that will go for years. Like yeah. it, it has longevity and sustainability versus, you know, something that's really going to even affect your confidence. Like I have amazing clients who are, you know, VPs, or business owners or actors and you're like wow I've seen you in magazines I've read about you in fortune or Inc. or seen you in people and you're this amazing fabulous person and food's affecting your confidence wow yeah I think that I was just about to ask you about how do you switch the mentality of from being so restrictive when you're thinking about eating but I love that idea of making it about self-care like food is for self-care and how to fuel your body versus like oh I'm not going to eat that because xyz yeah so I work on crowding it out what what I mean by that is like when we think about a plate we think Uh about putting the nourishing foods the fab four that support cell tissue hormone neurotransmitter uh, brain health, skin health, like all of these things are proven to really balance our blood sugar, decrease inflammation, fuel our bodies, prevent nutrient deficiencies. And so when someone's like headed to eat, they think about the fab four and they're like, all right, I'm going to have like the salmon with veggies. Let's get the the avocado hummus and veggies to start. Do we need to get a side salad for the table? It's about adding, like looking at those sides, looking at the starter salads, really doing that first. And then if you're like, Hey, I want a glass of wine or Hey, let's share a dessert. It's not, it's not about restricting to have those things. It's about crowding out the sugar and really filling your plate with what, what is going to nourish your body. And then if a bite here happens or a sip there happens, it's not the end of the world because it wasn't the majority of your meal and you filled up and fueled with something else. So with holidays, obviously, we have all kinds of stuff happening. And you just mentioned alcohol, which I think is a really interesting thought when you're thinking about what you're putting in your body. What are your thoughts on alcohol? Yeah, um, well, I drink. (laughs) 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 I'm a lot of fun. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, no, I think it's interesting. So 
alcohol is metabolized in your liver and it is something that gives off toxic byproducts and it's something we need to neutralize with you know antioxidant stores in our body and it can give us a hangover you know so right it's important to remember that it, it that there are side effects um i always say if it's it's about a couple of things it's about quality it's about quantity um and it's about your why so quality would be like if you're going to drink how can we pick a quality a quality alcohol whether that's okay. pesticide like a biodynamic pesticide free organic wine so if you're a member of thrive market that's where one of the places i get my wines okay um because wines are sprayed heavily with grapes are sprayed heavily with pesticides and then when it comes to winemaking they now add something called mega purple which is grape juice concentrate like pure fructose which is pretty toxic and um sulfites added sulfites um so all of those things make metabolizing the wine harder on our body and more toxic so there are ways you can get totally affordable clean wines like that Whole Foods has them as well. Mm-hmm. Even Trader Joe's has a one called Well Red. Um, so it's it's picking that cleaner option. So, so there's we're that. looking for biodynamic. Is that what you said? Biodynamic organic wines. Biodynamic or organic. Okay. Biodynamic means they're working with the soil. They're not adding a bunch of fertilizer right. to it. They know their they know their land. They know their water. Um, you know the amount of water that normally comes through that land. They work to basically grow the plants in their natural state without a lot of disruption. So that's what that means. Organic, you know, there are organic pesticides, but when you go on thrivemarket.com, you're getting pesticide free wine, which is really important to me personally, because well, yeah, yeah. When you think about pesticides, like, I mean, I don't think people realize, and I, I always go on these big rants about like the chemicals people are putting in our food. And we just don't even know that's things that you would like, use for cleaning or that's like you know out in to kill insects you think and we're drinking that stuff like that's crazy to me I know it's really it's really it really is so there's a way to get rid of it and if you're someone I, I if you're someone who drinks a lot of wine like this is a huge investment in your yeah. health I've had yeah and I use dry farm wines too but just even for weight when you talk about adding fructose to wine, yeah. like your your liver can only produce metabolize enough, uh, a certain amount of fructose before it's creating fat. So, and the same with alcohol. So, when I look at like ways to lower the toxic load, lower what you're metabolizing in your liver, like picking a wine with less fructose really helps. Like I've had a client who drank a certain type of red wine that will go unnamed but it's a popular one that like a lot of people drink Mm -hmm. and a pinot like very jammy and um we switched her wine and she lost seven pounds in a month doing nothing else What? like seven pounds and granted she would like have a glass of wine maybe four to five nights a week so i knew i was gonna make a huge impact yeah but like okay so let's say she had somewhere between four and eight glasses a week like one or two a certain couple nights a week like that's that's a lot of glasses over a month and a big impact we can make so right. i think it's worth it's worth looking into that when how it comes do you to, find yeah. how much fructose is in wine does do they have to put they that don't. on the label no okay mm-hmm. so how mm-hmm. do we know so you just want to pick wines that are organic and biodynamic because and and because they're not using those techniques. So there's okay. a company called Dry Farm Wines, yes, too, which I've is a club. Mm-hmm. And they're great. And they make sure that there's no added fructose to their wines. Okay. As well. So that's a great, that's a great club too. Um, when it comes to hard alcohol, uh, you know, it, it would be again, quality. And I would say clear is going to be better for you because it doesn't contain conjugars and conjugars are, like a, are present in dark alcohols okay. and that's just a toxic byproduct of making a dark alcohol that can cause broken capillaries and, and is responsible for like a stronger hangover. Um, so, you know, a Blanco tequila or a potato vodka is a cleaner option. Right. Um, if you're going for a hard alcohol and then Speaking when it comes my to language. beer, <laughs> yeah, when it comes to, I'm like, a, I, 
yeah, if I had a choice, I think I'd be like a dirty martini uh-huh. <laughs> or a spicy margarita. I'm a type spicy of a margarita girl. kind of girl. Yeah, there's actually a tequila company called 21 Seeds um, uh-huh. that started in San Francisco, but it's out of Mexico and it's women who working moms who only work during school hours. So they work like basically between like um, 8 and 3 p.m. every day and it's female owned and operated and it's um, they have like a jalapeno cucumber infused, Yum. a hibiscus infused, a sit like a grapefruit infused and it's just the rinds so there's no sugar which is really really amazing it's really flavorful and you don't have to do a lot like a little soda and like a splash of lime no sugar and it's delicious 21 seed is the name of that yeah 21 amazing okay i'm Mm -hmm. gonna check that one out um so that's sort of my alcohol play and when it comes to alcohol i really i really ask people to choose when they are given the option like if you're gonna have the wine or you're gonna have the cocktail like unfortunately it like lowers our inhibitions and we go to reach for sugar. Right. Like that would be the time where I'd want you to lower your sugar intake because granulated sugar, like white table sugar or even coconut sugar or honey or maple syrup. Like people are like, that's so much better. No, it's still sugar, you know? So don't, I wouldn't be like a total stickler if someone's mom used like regular sugar. It's, it's all breaking down in your body to two things. Um, glucose which raises your blood sugar and fructose which needs to be metabolized in your liver so it's a 50 50 like table sugar is called sucrose and if and that is two sugars and if you split those up one sugar is glucose and one sugar is fructose so one is getting shoveled to your liver shuffled to your liver to be metabolized and one takes your blood sugar up so it's just when we're drinking alcohol and then we're eating sugar and then we're drinking more alcohol and eating more sugar, it's just compounding in our body. So when you can, I always joke with my clients that like you have the fab four and you get your party plus one. Like we're not here to restrict, but like pick what, pick the person or the thing that you want to bring to the party. Like, all right, do you want your dirty martini? Do you want your mom's pumpkin pie? Mm -hmm. Do you want like pick, pick that thing, enjoy that thing and have, you know, bring a plus one to your party. It's not, you know, you don't get to bring a whole crew. <laughs> right. Well, I love that mentality though, because I was reading a lot about your Thanksgiving. Um, you put some Thanksgiving recipes up on your blog and you said too, though, or maybe this was on your Instagram. You were like, if you had that potato, like don't beat yourself up. It's just like balance it out in the next meal. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing is like the, what we do is we end up beating ourselves up and everyone's really hard on themselves. Like, I'm a horrible person. I can't believe I had that bu- that pumpkin pie. And yeah. then that led to the wine. And then I, uh, I had like an extra serving of stuffing like standing in the kitchen over the counter. Like, okay, right. it's one meal. Like you have these big glutes and hamstrings and quads and, you know, you have muscles all over your body that are there to suck up that, sh- that sugar, that blood sugar. Um, so don't make it where you all of a sudden have to swing into some crazy cleanse the next day where you're starting some restrictive thing that's for sure going to change your life. Like the less energy and emotion you put into those bites, the less you'll want to swing into this restrictive cleanse that unfortunately a lot of times those don't work. They're short-term fixes. We can't stick to them. And then we break that and feel worse. Right. So we swing all the way back to binging again. And it's like, take a few bites, and literally think about how, how you can eat at the next meal to balance your blood sugar or turn off your hunger hormones or satisfy cravings. Like a lot of my girls are waking up this morning because it's the day after Thanksgiving and they're having a chocolate almond butter smoothie and sneaking a handful of spinach in it. Or they're having a pumpkin pie smoothie that has pumpkin, vanilla collagen, cinnamon maybe a little almond butter and they might have like snuck a handful of spinach in there but like i know there's no sugar in those smoothies but they have that decadent desserty type feel so they can feel calm and 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 balanced and that's one of the things we do over the holidays is it really isn't about restricting and it isn't about not celebrating because i think that that would be a really sad existence like totally it is a it is time to like cheers your girlfriend's break bread with your family, like make those family recipes that have been passed down for years. Maybe you can elevate them with like a cleaner, a few cleaner ingredients, but it really, it really is about 
how you can get consistent in this period of time of inconsistency and celebration. And we do that a lot with my girls with breakfast and lunch. Like, how can you get consistent? Are you are you going to be the breakfast person that makes a Fab Four smoothie every single day from Thanksgiving to New Year's? Yeah. Great. Like, you're committing to that. It can be decadent. Like I said, chocolate almond butter, dark chocolate, olive oil, sea salt, like pumpkin spice, whatever. But get consistent with that. Or maybe you're like, look, between... Thanksgiving and Christmas, all I'm going to commit to is having like a big fatty salad for lunch every day. I'm going to get those greens in. I'm going to get those veggies in. And like, if I'm going to brunch with girlfriends or we're going to to dinner or making a big dinner together and like, enjoy that. So all of this can be a little overwhelming if you're just starting out. Like, let's say you have, you know, you are going, okay, I need to make a change with my diet and I don't know where to start. Like, what would you suggest to people as the one, like, what's the easiest way to start or the one thing that maybe you could change out that would make a big difference initially? I'll tell you, it's sort of cheesy and really kitschy, but, um, so much research shows us that if people eat breakfast, like intermittent fasting is so, so popular right now. Uh And it's based on, it's based on research out of USC by Dr. Longo. And he was in in an interview like a couple weeks ago. And he even said, the most important meal of the day is the meal is your breakfast. It's when you break your fast. I don't care if that's at six in the morning or 11 in the morning, but the first meal that you eat, if it contains this over 20 grams of protein and it is a balanced meal that doesn't send you on a blood sugar roller coaster, the body composition results, like the, the research is just astounding. It is time and time again, like people are not feeling anxious around food. People are eating less overall, feeling more balanced. That's the thing is like, if I can take away the crash cravings that people have from grabbing a protein bar, or having sugar, like a sugary decadent coffee drink or whatever it is like that right there, I know they're not going to crash into lunch and, and be starving and having cravings and looking at their coworkers or their friends and being like, what are we Uber eating or postmating or yeah. whatever door dashing? What are we getting? Like, so many times I talk to clients and they're hungry for lunch and it's 10, 15. Yeah. You know, we can, I can shut down hunger hormones for people between four and six hours when they, when they have my smoothie, because even just having an egg or two eggs is six to 12 grams of protein. That's only half. And girls are like, wait, you want me to have a four egg omelet? Yeah. It feels like a lot. It feels like a lot to eat. Whereas if you make a smoothie, it could have spinach and lemon and cucumber be super green and you add one scoop of 20 grams of protein and then all of a sudden they're turning around at one in the afternoon and being like oh my gosh are we ordering lunch like what's happening and you're arriving at those at your next meals alive and feeling calm and balanced so you automatically make better choices wow I mean, I like so, I have so many questions because I find this so interesting and fascinating. But I do like I think my biggest thing when I hear you talk is you're so knowledgeable, and so I'm like I just want to pick your brain about everything. But what if like, I mean, I guess your website would be a really good resource for people because I go actually I've made a lot of those recipes. And they, yeah, you both know, both of my books. So my second book comes out December thirtieth. Okay, um, my first book came out two years ago. Body love and body love every day. It's basically the fab four lifestyle. The first book breaks down the science and gives you a bunch of recipes. Yeah. And and the second book breaks it down by lifestyle. So it's like girl on the go, plant-based devotee, red carpet ready and domestic goddess. So, Oh, I also have a last chapter on the perfectionist, which is like getting out of that, getting out of that perfectionist Mm -hmm. mindset. But it really is about like, okay, cool. You, you want to eat a protein bar here? Here's how I tell my clients to look at labels when they're at the grocery store or at a convenience store. Okay. You want to make a smoothie. You want to make something, you want to make a 45 hour long meal, something that takes a long time. Domestic audit chap- chapter is for you. Yeah. You want to make a meal in 15 or 20 minutes. Girl on the go chapter is for you. Like, it's just like, how can we do this quickly or how can we, you know, take a long time? But either way, it's knowing that you can pop into any of these lifestyles and be supported by just thinking about what should go in your plate or in your smoothie versus what you should strip away. Well, and that can, I love that you say it can bounce back and forth between different people because mine would just depend on the day or the time of the year or what I was going through, like up to which girl I would be. Totally. Me too. Yeah. Like there are days when I'm like, uh, like I just want a vegetarian meal or there are days when I'm like, 
I literally need to put dinner on the table for my family in 15 minutes. Right. How important is it to listen to your body? Because um, I know that like I went through a phase where I did the Fab Four smoothie every morning. Like I told mm-hmm. you before that I did oatmeal every morning. But like you get in these habits, right? So is it good to do something consistently or is it good to just be like, hey, what do I want to do today? Like how am I feeling today? Uh, I think that you need to have consistent healthy habits because what it what it is is it's almost like at the foundation of a house like all of these little habits let's say that you are a person who meditates or you work out first thing in the morning or you journal or you like have a ritual where you have you drink your water and take your supplements or you know name name that thing like yeah when you do something a couple days in a row and you get in the habit of doing it then it's automatic and it happens and you're adding this self-care element to your life whether it's eating breakfast or having, you know, working out, I think in those habits, you can fluctuate, like, whether you're like, Oh, I do yoga for a while. And then I get on a yoga kick and I'm doing yoga every single day for a couple months. And then you're like, I'm over this and you hit one spin class. And then you're super into that. I think that they can be replaced with other things. But you want to think about like core elements, like nutrition being one thing. So how you're eating, mm-hmm. like what you're eating uh, movement being one thing. So how are you moving your body? How are you dumping those muscles? How are you increasing insulin sensitivity? Like the, the emotional and mental well being as another, like, what do you, are you going to a therapist? Like do you call your best friend every day. Like, what do you need to feel like yourself mm-hmm. and then sleep? Like I, I will tell you this. I have had clients in the past where the food, the workouts, you know, all of the support tools are in place and we don't lose an ounce of fat because of sleep. Lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. Wow. Sleep habits, poor sleep quality. It's, it's, it's a huge factor in decreasing inflammation, decreasing blood sugar, decreasing triglycerides, decreasing inflammatory markers. It is paramount. Wow. And, um, so when I think about how can people be really successful with having this like wellness based life? They need to know that those are the, those are the pillars of health. And if they can't do anything, if they don't, if they aren't motivated to do anything, going to bed, you know, if you need to throwing on an eye mask, quiet, cool room and trying to get at least six, but like preferably eight hours is an absolute game changer changer. We see it in in brain health as well, like emotional well being. Right. If you like a a night of bad sleep and we have increases in ghrelin, which is a hunger hormone that really makes you want to graze all day long, decreases in leptin, which is a satiety hormone that is sent from our fat cells to our brain that says like we're full, we don't need to eat anymore. And we also see that insulin sensitivity is down, meaning we have to pump way more insulin out to deal with sugar. So it's just, it, it's sort of a metabolic nightmare, but, um, but it, if it can be like something that you focus on, it can make a, such a big difference. It's so true though. When I, when I sleep bad, I, immediately when I wake up, I'm like, I want carbs. I want junk food. It's just all day. I think when you're tired, you just, that's what I crave at least all the time. Oh yeah. And you know, what's so funny is I always tell my clients when stuff like this happens, I'm like, it's not your fault. Yeah. Like this is not you. This is, these are these three hormones in play plus, you know, insulin sensitivity plus, you know, your body's going like, I feel like junk. And so sugar is going to give me energy right. and I, and I'm going to just keep riding that roller coaster. Right. Right. So interesting. Uh, I feel like I could talk to you forever. A good place for people to go find more information about this is obviously your website, which is Kelly Will you spell your last name for us? Sure. It's L E V E Q U E. And you have a ton of recipes. Like I talked about, I always, um, make the chia flax chicken fingers. That is one of my Mm. favorite. And if I always tell people too, if you're having a craving, that is a really good way to feel like you're not depriving yourself of, you know, the junk food that you might want, but it's a, it's a great alternative. Oh, I'm all about those swaps. Yeah. Like 
I want it to taste like things that I've grown up eating and chicken fingers were one of my favorites. I saw the recipe for the orange habanero salsa today. I was like, uh, yeah, gonna have to try that one. (laughs) It's delicious. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm a big salsa person. Um, Also, we mentioned your books, which the first one is called Body Love, which is out now. And then Body Love Every Day comes out, you said December 30th? You got it. Amazing. And what is your Instagram? Where can people find you on social media? So social media handles everywhere are at Be Well by Kelly. Be Well by Kelly. I highly recommend you guys go check her out. Kelly, thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. This is Kelly Henderson, and you've been listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. I truly believe that every one of us has a little velvet and a little edge. So it's so important to remember that to be strong, you must be soft too. Thank you so much for sharing in those stories with me. You can follow Velvet's Edge on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as velvetsedge.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me every Wednesday for more conversations on lifestyle, beauty, and relationships. Thanks for listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.